What's good, everybody? It is 99 miles per hour with me, your host, Percy Garner, and we got another solo show today. And uh, we got some good stories we're going to talk about, um, obviously, baseball, and we're talking about the new rivalry between Amir Garrett and Javi Lopez. I mean, no, that's an old player that played with the Braves in the 90s. Javi Baez, who hit a home run off me in the minor leagues years ago, but we ain't got to talk about that. Um, also, uh, an Olympic band on the soul cap they're calling it and it was basically a a cap for for swimmers to help them hold their hair in we'll get into that um while we're on the olympic topic we're going to be talking about hunter the hometown hero for dover and him bringing home a gold medal and uh two more big stories dealing with elon musk and youtube so got an exciting show without further ado let's get to it This episode is brought to you by Peterman Plumbing and Heating. So, um, if you don't know, these are you know two players. Uh, Amir Garrett has kind of burst on the scene. Uh, he's been pitching well for the Reds, and uh, you know he's. In the streaming video game scene, he's kind of, you know, in social media and he's an exciting player to follow because he's been in some some brawls. He's literally ran off the mound straight to another team's dugout. So he's an exciting player to watch, um, I guess, if, if that's your cup of tea. And uh, he's he gets a little cocky. You know, I know you've probably seen Trevor Bauer uh, do the little sword thing and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, Trevor's going through some weird stuff, too, but we're not talking about that today. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's 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 kind of bringing fun back to baseball. And, uh, yeah, Mir Garrett's been really going at the Cubs. When he strikes them out, he's been, you know, going at it, showing them, showing them up, yelling at their dugout, yelling at their players after he strikes them out. And, uh, yeah, Baez has not been a fan of that. I mean, he's had his – even though Baez and – um, what's his name? Big dude Rizzo. Rizzo have been traded, but they were they were Cubs teammates. And uh, Amir Garrett struck out uh, Rizzo, and he started yelling at him. And you know, Javi <laughs> jumped over the 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 rail in his dugout and was ready to get going, but uh, it was it was stopped. It was stopped. Uh, but finally, uh, Baez gets the better of Amir Garrett, and <laughs> I don't know if you saw the clip. The clip is hilarious. So the infield, I think they brought in five infielders and uh, there was like two outfielders. I don't know the math. I think that is. I played baseball for a living, but, you know, sometimes we don't. <laughs> think. <laughs> but uh, but no, they, they brought in an extra infielder. So the outfield was pretty much open. So, you know, the first pitch, Javi's just looking for anything up to just knock it out there. And he's the chances are he's going to get a hit. So as soon as he hits it, he just starts doing this gesture with his bat, throws it at Amir Garrett and yelling at him. And it's, you know, you're like, okay, is, is this the MOB or is this WWE wrestling? <laughs> like, but it's bringing that aspect to it. And it, it was kind of fun to watch, but you know, it was a walk-off hit. So you pretty much can do anything and not get in trouble. <laughs> so Javi took advantage. Um, he obviously rips off his shirt too. That's a new thing. I guess people are doing just to show that they're not cheating after the Astros. <laughs> But um, for me, it's exciting. 
Uh, I know, uh, you know, one of the most exciting players right now in the league is Javi Baez. He's known for his no-look tags when they throw down the second, which is pretty good. And, you know, the simple fact that he hit a home run off me and he almost landed the ball in the cup of one of my friends in the stands, which pretty impressive. I had him struck out, Josh. No. Then I tried to get cute and it, he made me pay for it. But, you know, we're not talking about the home runs I gave up because it was in the minor leagues, guys. It was the minor leagues. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, this, this rivalry for me is, is kind of fun to watch, you know, and, you, and now it's a reason to watch the Reds and the Cubs or now Javi Baez is a, is a Met now. So it's now it's like, okay, when the Reds play the Mets, let's see this thing. So it's kind of good, good for baseball. I mean, no one's taking steroids. They're cracking down on the sticky fingers. Sticky fingers, not stinky fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but they're cracking down on that. I mean, have you heard anything about this? This is like you know, I I, I don't get to watch Sports Center like I used to, but you know, for me, you know, I, I was all on social media. They're showing this, but I don't know. Did you see this at all? No, not not until you had sent it to me. Oh, okay, <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm just watching the clip on loop. It's. <laughs> I mean, as soon as he swings the bat, he just starts screaming at the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amir Garrett actually played D one basketball and maybe had a chance to go play. Okay, in the NBA. he's like super tall. He's like six seven. He, he looks like an athlete. Yeah, yeah. I so. mean, yeah. Not that you don't, but <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Josh. Yeah. Just want to put that in. There. Yeah. Oh, by the coach, if was calling me out by the other uh, at the Rotary. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was like, hey, you got any people that you know want to watch extra film? You know, maybe learn something. He goes, Perch, you didn't watch film. I go, <laughs> I go, wow, I feel attacked. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, he spoke to the Rotary and he was talking about, so I'm excited for this season, but, but yeah, baseball, um, yeah, I'm, I think it's, it's something that, you know, baseball needs. I don't know if you're aware of, you know, one, actually I would say the most exciting player is the shortstop for the Padres, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. That is, uh, I grew up playing with his father on video games, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> But baseball is kind of under this transition where there, some people are trying to stop the fun, <laughs> you know, and, and some people are trying to, you know, make baseball entertaining because it's kind of the ratings dwindling. Well, you know, they can take a lesson from the NFL when they tried to, you know, stomp out all the touchdown celebrations. I think it lasted a, a year. Yeah. Two. Yeah. <laughs> and they're back. <laughs> I love those, by the way. I think yeah. it's the funniest thing when I, NFL, when the defense intercepts it and they all run down to that camera yes. and pose. <laughs> They're like jumping on top of, yeah, oh yeah. Another way to get injured, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just thought that was an interesting story and in, in, in like kind of knowing a little bit about Amir Garrett and his background and playing against Javi Baez. It's just fun to see, you know, those guys competing at that level and and not not a lot of that stuff happened when I was playing. But, you know, the game is it's getting it's getting super competitive. And, you know, even though the Dodgers have an all star team because <laughs> they don't know if if Bauer is coming back and, you know, they just got Trey Turner and um, Max Scherzer. So it's going to be it's going to be, you know, some playoffs that I'm going to be, you know, into this year because it's not like the NBA where it's almost like a fort, you know, you assume LeBron's team. <laughs> and <laughs> someone else, some other stack team was going to make it, you know, baseball is obviously a little bit more interesting in that, in that fashion. But so what I got out of that story is that, um, you aren't worthy of a shirt takeoff by Javier Baez. 
right? No. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> no, I'm he not kept, worthy. He kept it on for you. Yeah, Dang. you know, at the time he was playing for the Daytona Cubs. Okay. <laughs> um, which is the, we play, their home field is Jackie Robinson Field now. So that was oh, like, he okay. played his first game on that field long time ago. <laughs> um, But yeah, it was, it's just a, I'm trying to, you know, help. I love baseball and I want people to, you know, I'm trying to spread the, Hey, baseball's fun, guys. Watch it. You know, (laughs) (laughs) that was my purpose. But, and I'm trying to have some type of cool, like funny, you know, to drown out all the the ones that aren't so fun. (laughs) Like this next one. Um, (laughs) Talking about the Olympics. Have you been keeping up on the Olympics? Not, not just honestly. Just Hunter, mm. and you're like, all right, whatever. If he's not swimming, I don't want to watch. <laughs> Just headlines. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, we're going to get to some more stuff, too, about uh, Simone, but um, I said her name like, well, like <laughs> I'm on a first-name basis with her, but <laughs> Simone Biles I'm talking about. But I saw this interesting story about the Olympic banning, what they're calling the soul cap. So, you know, obviously we know that <laughs> there's a stereotype out there about black people and swimming, <laughs> but we're not going to go. What? You don't know about it? but the thing is you know black people can't swim but you know i I can swim enough to go off the dover diving board that's all you need had to pass a test (laughs) but um but now more seriously uh you know it's you know black people aren't represented in swimming that much and especially in the olympics um but there is you know a, a few great swimmers that are black and they're wearing you know Black people have different type of hair, whether it's, you know, dreadlocks, weave, uh, afros, and uh, there's a swimmer for the United States. Um, and, you know, they had a special cap that I guess are, isn't researched and they don't know if it's providing an advantage. <laughs> so they banned it. And then I, I guess they got the, <laughs> I guess they got the name, the soul cap, which I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it's silly. Like, I don't know. It's just... From what I understand, it's just a larger cap to hold in more hair. It says they, this article cracks me up. (laughs) They wondered if the cap could create an advantage by disrupting the flow of water. Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, sir. Your large versus the medium cap uh, might disrupt the flow of the water. Yeah. You mean mean this huge, this huge pool of water, right? (laughs) Like my... My cap's going to disrupt the flow. Apparently. I, I mean, I don't swim. You know, I've never been a swimmer. I don't understand all that stuff. You know, oh, so know. you go against the stereotype. You know, <laughs> I don't swim. Olympic exercise. Yeah. Gotcha. So I don't know, like, I guess maybe, but I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know too much about swimming. I just know that, um, it's, it's something that obviously I don't know much about, so I can't give like, Hey, you know, they're wrong. This like if they were saying, "Hey, you know, sticky fingers in baseball provides an advantage," I can say, "Yeah, it does." But you know, I just thought this was something that you know goes back to earlier episodes of this podcast and talking about you know just the the different. Uh, it's just different for you know people of color and situations. You know, just people aren't they're ignorant and i use that word as in they just don't know it's not i'm not calling them like stupid they just because <laughs> growing up i thought ignorant like you're dumb <laughs> but it just means you know you're not aware and you know if you don't grow up around a certain amount of people or you just 
you stay into this area or you stay hang, uh, surround your people with a certain type of person, then you aren't, you know, privy to a lot of this information. So I just think it's, um, it's, uh, it'll probably be allowed in the next Olympics. If not this one, if they, if they change that up. But. Well, so here's, and, and you obviously went through the article and this information. Um, <clears throat> I have not. My question would be, wasn't she wearing this before like wasn't she wearing this leading up why why did they not why was it not an issue if, if it's an issue if it's disrupting the flow of water was it not disrupting the flow of water as she swam in whatever she had to swim in to get to this point i, I just they're, they're they are getting backlash from this um, yeah, i bet i'm that's what i'm saying like why now i just know that um you know this simone manual she was the first black female swimmer to win an olympic gold and she's kind of, you know, and this kind of foreshadows another story I'm going to get into um, about, you know, people of color not being represented in a sport and then kind of changing that. And Simone's kind of changing that. And there's been an uptick in swimmers of color at the elite level. Um, but I don't know. I don't want to just straight up call this, hey, hey, this is racism. It's just people don't know and they're thinking you know, hey, let's ban this. You know, they can, we don't know anything about this. So, you know, but I think it'll be changed. It'll be changed. Uh, sh- shouldn't be an issue. But once people understand what's actually going on and I mean, there's you don't want it's almost like now when I'm cycling, you know, you don't there's a lot of stuff going against you. And obviously that's why they wear the cap. So it's it's unfortunate. Hopefully, you know, sh- she doesn't lose now because she can't wear the cap that you know, holds all of her hair in, or she has to cut her hair or something like that. Cause that'd be awful. Um, but it just goes to show our, our society is going in the right direction, I think, <laughs> but there's, there's still a long way to go. Still a long way to go. Um, but that's, that's what I got from that. I mean, I just being a black person, it's, it's different. And you know, people just don't know, Josh, you just don't know. All right. <laughs> yes because i don't swim <laughs> yes that and you don't have black hair no but it's like <laughs> not the color but you know. yeah that either <laughs> and i'm speaking of color i'm mad i'm about to do a poll of your front door i'm not gonna have your address or anything on there but the fact that you and your wife and my wife think your door is more blue than any other color you know the, i just don't understand it i know you're on that green side yeah it's, it's 100 green by the way but um <laughs> <laughs> and then uh on the olympics hunter you know hunter armstrong um competed in the semifinal uh, of the relay for the um usa olympic team and uh in the final usa olympic team took gold and since hunter competed in the semifinal he gets gold medal so he's got to be the first person from dover to get a gold medal right in the olympics <laughs> i mean is he the first person from has, anyone else, County? From, has anyone else gone to the olympics I don't know. That's something we got to look into. Yeah, we need to look that up, but good for him. Yeah. Man. I was so pumped when I saw that. They got the sign up at the Dover Park. I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. From okay. Dover to Tokyo, baby. Um, I think it's pretty cool. And I'm, I'm this is going to make me, like, because the Olympics are on my mind, and one of the most polarizing Olympic figures right now is, you know, Simone Biles. So, I love Hunter, but I just, I'm a, you know, we're going to skip ahead to this one because I just we're already talking about Olympics and um, for me, I didn't quite understand at first, you know, why she pulled out, but um, 
now I'm like, and we've talked about this on the show, about my experience, about one of the guests, Mitch's experience. We talked about Ben Simmons and Markel Fultz and, you know, obviously golf and baseball and basketball aren't the only sports that go through this and gymnastics would be scary. So I'm reading this article and I'm like, okay, you know, it's going to talk about why she backed out. And, you know, I heard Joe Rogan talking about it being because of her medicine. Uh, apparently she has ADHD and she was taking some medicine and, and it's outlawed in Japan. So that's why she probably was because they said she can't take it anymore. And that might be why, you know, she's dealing with her mental health issues because she can't take the medicine that she's been on for at least five years. Um, but she's been taking it since she's a kid, uh, apparent, uh, according to her. But um, there's something called the twisties in gymnastics. So we call it yips in golfing and baseball, but in gymnastics, they call it the twisties. And we all know gymnastics is a dangerous sport. And the article there's talking about a, a woman, uh, her name is Jacoby. She had the sim- a similar issue. So she, she knew right away because I didn't watch Simone Biles perform, but um, Jacoby knew right away from seeing the look on her face and how she kind of, you know, pulled up short instead of, I guess, doing the full uh, flip or she kind of didn't allow herself to do it. And the twisties is where you kind of get lost in space and you forget where you're at in the air, which Jacoby, it, she paid the price for not dropping out of the Olympics. She kind of tried to, you know, get through it. It's the Olympics, you know, people want to, they want to perform and, you know, she ended up breaking her, her neck and being, you know, she's paralyzed now. So she said, I commend Simone Biles for doing that. It's a smart decision. So now when we bring that aspect in, then I'm like, and people are giving her all this crap for not perform, like not performing the Olympics. And it's another thing it goes back, you know, athletes are human, man. They might be the, the best in the world at what they do. But they're they're still human. They still have anxiety. They still have feelings. They still, you know, it's it's unfortunate. But hopefully now that people see, okay, what's going on and what could possibly happen if she's not mentally there, she could fall on her neck. It's it's an, it's a possibility. So I think we should lay off Simone Biles and she's competing, I guess, today. Well, today from when we record this show, um, so it'll be interesting how she performs. So I'll be looking looking into that. But, you know, hopefully she does well and does not hurt herself. You know, at this point, as long as she doesn't hurt herself for me, I'm good. But, again, we're asking Josh about the yips, which he's never experienced. <laughs> <laughs> think, think, not I mean, it's not good on a professional you, level. Yeah, true, 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 true. I told you before, I mean, <laughs> little league I could slump, you know, for sure. But Yeah, but I, I want to make sure there's a distinction between slump and, like, Oh, like the complete. Yeah. Mentally, yeah. you're like, I, it's almost like, you know, Space Jam and the NBA, the first Space Jam that is <laughs> when their powers get taken away when they touch the base, yeah. the basketball and they can't dribble or do anything. I, sometimes I felt like that. Like, I don't even know how to pitch anymore, man. I've been doing this forever. And, you know, gymnastics, that would be really scary. So, but, you know, it's, uh, it's something that I think we should be more you know we should empathize better as human beings with people like this i mean (laughs) uh, don't let me get on a soapbox (laughs) but i'm just like come on people you know she's a she's a young woman who's struggling like why jump on her i don't get it i mean i do get it but i think i i think the mental health um 
awareness campaign is really just kind of getting going here recently. I, there's, it's not like we've had 10, 15 years of, yeah. you know, the awareness really being put out there. So we're kind of still in the beginning stages of that. And I think we're making progress. Yeah. It's just going to take people some time. I mean, and there's a lot of people, you know, that grew up generations past where it was rub some dirt on it, suck it up, get back out there. So, I mean, that's all fine and dandy, but there are mental health situations where that's just not that you can't do that. Yeah. You just can't suck it up and get out there. So, so you're saying, you know, once all the old people pass on, then <laughs> we'll empathize more. With it. <laughs> I think, I think I'm saying keep them alive. Yeah. No, I, you know, if we can <laughs> just well, maybe yeah, like yeah. expose them to it a little bit more. I mean, gotcha. stuff like this. Now this might be the first time this has really happened on this kind of a stage. Yeah. But the next time something comes out like this and then again, it's just like with the mental health in basketball, right? Kevin Love and yeah, the other guys that started yeah. coming out and talking about it. I know Dak Prescott came out in the NFL and was talking with other guys. Um, the tight end for Atlanta. I can't think of his name. Um, Wait, isn't Kyle Pitts just got drafted well, to them? But yeah, you're not talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's doing all right. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah. Um, I just think it's one of those. It's going to take a while. And like you said, we're in the beginning stages, but people are still not going to, they're not going to be on, on the side of the athlete for a long time. In in my opinion, that is, um, but the, the next story, which is when my son was on here on the, <laughs> on the show last year, we talked about this and, um, it's still going on and it's gaining more traction because, Anything Elon Musk's, okay, I just said there was multiple Eli's, <laughs> Elon Musk, anything he tweets about immediately is just top stories everywhere. You know, he's controlling Bitcoin prices by tweeting, Dogecoin prices by tweeting, anything. Um, but I, I don't know if you know about this, but apparently there's a book and I'm going to kind of set this stage for why Elon Musk is even com commenting on this story between Apple and Epic games, you know, Epic games is the maker of Fortnite, and we all know who Apple is and Apple's store, their fees, um, they're, they just changed them a little bit. So it used to be flat out. They're taking 30% of any, um, purchases made with within the app or for your application on the app store. And that's kind of steep. But Apple made the platform and blah, blah, blah. You know, they got their arguments to safety reasons, security. And um, and they don't allow you to kind of say, hey, direct you to my site and pay me directly. They don't allow that. So Epic, you know, even though Epic made five billion dollars last year, they feel slighted <laughs> that Apple's taken 30 percent of their money. So um, but to, to set the stage for Elon Musk and Apple. So this is kind of funny. But so apparently Tesla wasn't doing too well before the Model 3 came out. So I don't know if that was three or four years ago. And apparently Apple, you know, there was going to be discussions about Apple buying Tesla, which would have been pretty cool. But I think Apple's coming out with their own car eventually, so that should be fun. <laughs> but there's a book out saying that, you know, they talked and Elon Musk said, only this will only happen if I'm CEO of, of Apple. And Tim Cook said, F you. <laughs> <laughs> now 
Elon Musk said, no, 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 that's not what happened. We never even talked. We never talked about this. We never even wrote about this. This is not a thing. I would have loved to have done that, but that I reached out and Tim never, you know, and then he also tried to throw a little salt in the wound and he said, uh, yeah, I think Tesla's only, it was worth 6% of what it's worth now back then. So I guess he was throwing a little jab like, oh, you guys messed up. (laughs) But, but yeah, so basically he's saying Apple's app store uh, fee is a de facto global tax on the internet. So (laughs) basically saying, hey, if obviously we know how many people in the U.S. have iPhones and he's, they basically call this an essential platform. Like people have to have it because Apple doesn't allow app stores on their phone at all. But Elon tweeted and everyone's like, oh, shoot, and bring it back up. So the the trial's still going on or the case or whatever between Apple and Epic. So um, it's pretty interesting. I know Fortnite is no longer on iOS devices because of this. It's crazy. But in Apple's defense, they did kind of change. Uh, I think for smaller developers, it's, they only take 15% now. So I think once you hit a certain threshold of revenue, they're like, all right, we need that 30% back. <laughs> but Apple's offense saying, hey, uh, those V-Bucks that kids are buying on their iPads and iPhones only makes up 10% of our revenue. So I'm like, that's a lot, though. Hmm. <laughs> one play. I don't know if I read that right, but if V-Bucks from one app on your app store, I'm, I'm pretty sure Apple's probably talking about their whole app store as a probably. whole only, only takes up 10%. But... I think I did the math on Epic Games and, you know, because they make other games. So they didn't make five billion from Fortnite, but they made two billion from Fortnite. So that's a lot of money from a free game. (laughs) Mm. Hmm. Uh, But I mean, Clash of Clans started that opened every all the developers eyes because Clash of Clans was a free app. But, you know, you could speed things up. And I think in 2013, they made $1 billion and they were just like, wait, what? That's a free app. How? So that's what kind of changed everything. And now Apple, people are holding their iPhones longer. So now Apple's like, all right, how can we make money? Because we can't sell iPhones because people are being smarter and holding on to their phone longer. So that's why they're coming out with, you know, Apple Fitness Plus, Apple News Plus, Apple Music. They got all these subscription stuff. So now they can make money off people while they're holding, <laughs> while they <laughs> hold on to their phones longer. So Apple smart and everybody's smart more in the marketplace. And I just think, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I think fees need to be lowered a little bit. You know, 30% is a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, what would you, you know, if you're like, Hey, Percy, you know, I got to pay you 30% every thing that I bring in that just sucks. <laughs> You're not even doing any work. But again, Apple is kind of doing work. They they keep the platform going. I mean, they wouldn't <laughs> be making Epic wouldn't be making that money though on the iPhone if there wasn't an iPhone. You know what I mean? So Apple supporter. No, I'm just I'm just, I'm no, just saying like fair, I I fair. get I get it from both sides. That's why like, these are kind of, these are fun debates to like listen to and read yeah. about and talk about. Cause it's like, well, you can look at it one way and yeah, it makes sense. Look at it the other way. That makes sense too. Yeah. It is a high fee, but then again, you wouldn't be making the other 70 for one for us. Yeah. So 
and when I, I did a paper on this actually a couple semesters ago, <laughs> so I'm well versed on this, but, um, <laughs> break it down. Yes. So when I was, you know, researching this and looking into it, it was actually developers were actually getting, you know, taken to the cleaners before this, the iPhone and app store came out. So I had the very first iPhone. I still have it in a drawer. Obviously it didn't turn on to work, but you know, it's just like, Oh yeah, I see how cool the 2007 iPhone was. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, I guess developers, I, I think were having to, they were only making 30% of the, you know, they were getting people had, they had to pay 70% of their revenues. So that's what Steve Jobs said on stage when he was talking about, you know, Hey, this app store and this platform, we're making it easy for developers and you guys are going to make more money. So in 2007, everybody's like, Oh my gosh, this is awesome. Or 2008 or 2009 when the app store came out. And then now it's like, well, <laughs> I mean, Google does the same thing, but you can actually load apps onto your Android phone without going through the, the Google store. So the play store. So it's kind of a little different Apple. You can't do that at all. Yeah. Apple products are pretty locked down. Remember, remember jailbreaking? Yep. Did you ever jailbreak your I iPhone? I never did. No, never I, did. Kn I knew plenty of people that did. I just, I don't know why. I always get like, mm, about that kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> is it going to hurt my phone? I, I don't know. I, I'm uh, not as techie as you, though. Yeah. So. I mean, back then, iPhones were only $200, though. Because <laughs> they locked you in. Phone bills yeah, were higher, yeah. but you were locked in for two years. Um, and that's back when you only had 200 text messages. You didn't even have unlimited minutes. I Yeah. I think my first iPhone I had... I had 200 text message that includes incoming and outgoing. So incoming is one. Outgoing yeah, yeah, is yeah. One. You're right. You're right. Oh. <laughs> and you know, that's when you didn't have free minutes, but you had free nights and weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Those were oh, the days. Oh, well, the world has changed. Yeah. I think I was talking to my, my wife on the phone. Then I think I had a track phone before the iPhone. And I think I, uh, I was paying $20 for 80 minutes a week. And of course, me and Chris would talk in one night and that 80, that 80 minutes was gone. So <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, what am I supposed to do now? But, uh, you know, back in the days when <laughs> we like talking on the phone, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a, it's a cool, it's a cool, like you said, debate. And, you know, I'm looking forward to see what actually happens and what comes from this. That'll be so weird to have different app stores on the iPhone. Like how Android kind of has that Samsung, has in their own app stores on their phones, but it's, it's weird. It's a weird thing. They all making billions and trillions and they're all fighting over it. <laughs> but, uh, but Elon Musk, man, the, the power he has to just shift everything with a tweet is hilarious to me. But, um, this next story is my favorite though. YouTube. So I'm, I lot, I know a lot of people, in this area probably don't understand YouTube and how it works and subscribe, you know, what is all this? And, uh, hopefully they learn something from this. So if we, without even looking at the article, my, my background on YouTube is, Hey, you want to be a creator? You put videos on YouTube, Pe people subscribe, they get notified whenever your video goes live. Um, but if you really want to help out, uh, the YouTuber or creator, you, you know, share their video, you like it, and the more views, that's when people get paid. But as Josh knows, 
this channel cannot get paid right now because we are not able to be monetized. But the dogs podcast, <laughs> once you have over a thousand subscribers, and then now that's when the views and all that matters and uh, you can start to, you know, get paid. The way you get paid, though, is through advertisements. So I don't deal with ads because I have a YouTube premium subscription because I love YouTube. I get entertainment. I get you know, schooling <laughs> off of there. And I learned, you know, home improvement around the house, all from YouTube. YouTube is, I love it. But the way you get paid is through ads. So there's, you know, platform, we all know Google, they are up there in ads. But this is kind of scary when you think about this. If YouTube was its own entity, it would be the fourth largest, um, I guess, advertiser in the world just youtube hmm. and okay right now obviously people still pay for commercials you know super bowl all that stuff and whoever gets lucky enough to have the super bowl on their channel they make tons of money for all those ads but it's estimated in 2023 that youtube ads and video ads on instagram facebook all those video ads on on social media apps are going to overtake you know, the traditional advertisements you see. So I think right now, let me look at this chart because it's, it's crazy. I think right now, 80% of people on, uh, on social media or have YouTube. It's the, it's the largest social media app. I don't know if some people even look at it as a social media app, but it is. <laughs> so, um, and it's, uh, it's pretty crazy, but by, I think right now, it's catching up. It's pretty close to TV right now, but you know, obviously TV is dropping. I think it was, it's at like 74 million subscribers right now that have cable. I don't have cable. Do you have cable? No, no. Okay. Been years. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, I tried PlayStation view. I didn't have sling. I that's the only one I didn't try. We did PlayStation view. Um, Hulu live TV. Oh, I haven't tried that. We, one, I mean, actually. we have YouTube live. True. That's true. YouTube TV. That's what we yeah, use. You, see, I wanted, I wanted to keep that, but the, you know, they kept adding all these channels and you couldn't like say, Hey, I don't want that. I want to keep the same price. It's, <laughs> it's just the way. Yeah. And it's the way you can just subscribe to all these different services it's, it's and you amazing. can do it on a monthly thing. So like, I don't have to subscribe to Netflix. I can just wait and say, Hey, there's a new show that just dropped on Netflix. I'll subscribe for a month, binge it see what else is on there for the next 28 days and then cancel it. That's what we're doing right now for Peacock. We're watching Yellowstone. Oh, uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's crazy, man. Um, what YouTube has done, you know, I think YouTube blew up during the Super Bowl when Justin Timberlake revealed Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but YouTube didn't start out as a video platform. I'm not going to go into the history, but just know that, um, YouTube is, I think now that there's, it's, it's, it's very competitive on YouTube. Um, I make videos just cause I enjoy it. I'm not doing this to, um, obviously I would love to make money doing this and this be like my job. I get up and six in the morning. Hey, let's just, let's just, let's do a news, uh, <laughs> video every morning, Josh, and go live. That would be great. Right. That would um, be awesome. Maybe that's a plan. Um, <laughs> but you know, they're the top YouTubers. You ready for this this amount of money that the top YouTubers make? No. 
<laughs> Drop it. You're going to make me sick. 30 to $50 million a year. Wow. And a lot of them were kids. <laughs> I'm not even lying. There's five-year-old brother brothers who have like 70 million subscribers. And uh, they have a video that has 170 million views. What's the video of? Opening toys. Okay. I think. Yeah. So, you know, good for them. <laughs> I, that's just it's youtubers are earning 30 to 50 million dollars a year that puts them at the you know because there's two million creators on youtube hey and we're part of that well actually we're not oh never there's mind. only two there's two, <laughs> there's two million youtube creators who participate in the youtube advertising program and the the creator gets 55 percent. so dogs podcast of the the ads that play on your channel for people to watch, you guys will get 55% and Google gets 45%. So we're part of that too. Yes. Okay. Yes. So there's two million creators that get that. And man, (laughs) just think in YouTube, YouTube in 2005 was bought by Google for 1.65 billion. And last year they're just the ad revenue was 20 billion. That's uh, called a smart investment right there. <laughs> yes. But yeah, if you guys, you know, you know, want to comment down in the, in the, the comments about, you know, your YouTube knowledge or, Hey, I've made some money on YouTube, you know, just go ahead because I like talking about YouTube and learning more stuff. And, you know, now there's strategy, social media strategy and all this. Again, I'm making videos that I think are fun to make. And if it works out in the end, great. Um, but there are people like my son who says he wants to be a YouTuber. Um, they don't realize that it's, it's, it's still a job. <laughs> You're not just like, yeah, I know the videos you watch make it seem like that, but that's not how it is. I think this is a good time for us to remind everybody who's watching this right now, if they haven't clicked that subscribe <sighs> button, just, just click it. And that's one thing that I'm not sure. Didn't you say YouTube might be changing that? Because I think the word subscribe you know, triggers yeah. the thought of like, there's a financial obligation in a person's mind. So yeah. click subscribe. It's free. It's not like, yeah, just, just, and that's how, that's how this show gets up to, you got to hit a thousand. Yes. You got to have a thousand, thousand people that have subscribed to be monetized. Yes. Yes. And then there's videos that still can get demonetized based on your content. So, um, you know, keep it clean people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, and I should mention that at the beginning in my show, and I never do. <sighs> but yes, subscribe, <laughs> give it a thumbs up if you're enjoying it. Um, and uh, yeah, we're we're seeing some uptick in views. You know, I was posting to Facebook for a while, but now you know, eh, eh, just YouTubing it now. Um, but uh, YouTube to me is interesting. I hope I hope everybody enjoys it as much as I do. Um, and I've seen some channels grow like one of the best, one of the biggest tech YouTubers. I've seen him from his first video to now where he's interviewing, you know, Google CEOs and stuff like that. So one day, um, Cleveland guardians. Do we have to? <laughs> yes. Cause this is, this is interesting. And, uh, we'll probably end with this one. Cause unfortunately, this is- this is an interesting story. This is interesting. So, the Cleveland Guardians, everyone's like, oh, his name sucks. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. 
there may be some issues here. <laughs> because apparently there's already a Cleveland Guardians team. And it's a roller derby team. So uh, you would think that the Indians would have researched this a little bit. Yeah, a, a quick Google search. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about the people in the Indians organization. I've got Google on my phone. Yeah. Um, it's on my laptop. I will um, say they're good people. They're good people. Indians are good people. Oh, I'm not saying. I'm just saying but whoever the, was the leading attorney, there. The attorney <laughs> who was doing this thing. Uh, come on now. Come on. <laughs> but they still, they, there's, there's still, the judge could rule that a fan could not be confused because most people, the audience that baseball attracts, that might not attract a roller derby team. So there's a chance they could be free here. But it's just kind of a silly oversight, you know, that 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 uh, rally, the roller derby team is an amateur team, um, adults 18 and up, but they have the website clevelandguardians.com. They sell merchandise. So it's it's going to and they've been in, in existence since 2014. The, the key part here, though, is the Indians, the, the guardian, the, the roller derby team, they have not put in. A um, uh, what is that? What I'm talking about? They haven't put in like the rights for that name, though. They didn't go legally. Oh, they didn't copyright it or anything. No, no, no. So trademark it. Yeah. So when the Indians try to trade, Indians have it trademarked first, but that's not the law. Hmm. Since the roller derby team has been in existence since 2014, they have the rights because they even though they didn't file first. They've been, they obviously existed first, existed first. That makes so, sense. So it'd be like doing, so like business yeah, and trade market or anything, but legally it's already a business that was established in 2016. Yeah. So therefore, you know, somebody could try to trademark it, but they wouldn't, I, I was first. Yes. And you can look back at legal documents and, and see all that. So exactly. That makes sense. So it's, uh, <laughs> and they've been active on social media. It's just, it's just, uh, yeah. It's, so it's going to be funny. They pay Tom Hanks all this money. I'm pretty sure the yeah. Indians they've done, they've, they've made the leap. They, they, they're going to try to get this team. So maybe cause the roller derby team, they're not going to have money to fight this, you know? Um, but they might not have to, hopefully the Indians maybe pay them a whole bunch of money just to take the name. I don't know. I mean, the Indians at this point, there's no turning back. You paid Tom Hanks. You deliver, <laughs> delivered all this stuff. Like, you yeah, can't I mean, say, they, actually, we're just joking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. They already came out with these jaw-dropping logos. Oh, my goodness. The graphic artists that put these together. Whoo, buddy. I do have a quick solution for this name problem, though. I mean, you're Percival Gardner third. so why can't they just be the Cleveland Guardians the second? <laughs> Right, you can tell me how dumb I am. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know if that works. I don't know if that works. Um, hey, it's never been done before, right? Give it a true, try. Give it true. a try. That, that'll be another. I mean, they've already pissed off the Indian fans oh already. Oh, my so gosh. It'll be hilarious. What's your take? I'm just curious if you want to, as a, as a former Cleveland Indian yourself. No comment. No, I'm oh. trying. I don't think it's a great name. And personally, I, I was told um, from someone who uh, knew a dentist who was on a reservation in Arizona. 
the kids there, the people there, they would literally ask for Washington Redskins apparel mm-hmm. for Christmas. So obviously they're not affected. Maybe some other groups are. I don't know. That's just one reservation in the United States. The, a but, lot of the stuff I've heard is that a lot of like people with Native American heritage were like, no, actually, like we like that. Yeah, and it was you know keeping our tradition alive. You yeah, know? and you think about it, Cleveland fans got to call themselves the, the tribe. tribe. I mean, it's gone. Couldn't you just be? The Cleveland tribe? They could oh, no, because that's probably still Native American. But yeah. you know, they got rid of Redskins. So are the Braves next? Are the Chiefs next? Yeah, I don't know. Is Shockton? Are they going to change? Their yeah. Name? What about all these high school teams? <laughs> these college teams? I mean, <sighs> it's a it's a it's a door that I wish had not been opened. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It is, but I can see if it was you know the the Native Americans who actually opened it. It's different, but I I don't know. I don't have the the knowledge to know if they did or didn't, but I, I have a feeling no, they didn't. That's a good point. It's like that door was open for them. Yeah. Why? Well, they know? don't even want to walk through the door. It's almost like they you're did. walking into a gas station. You feel obligated. You're like, oh, now I got this person's holding the door. Like I got to <laughs> run now. Like, ah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you make that sound when you run through the door, but not every time. No, but you know, here and there. But yeah, for me, I'm just like, eh, but. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. I'm I'm gonna follow this story to see what actually happens because I'm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's in. It's interesting to me. So, obviously, uh, I think Steve Van Horn was like, "Man, in 20 years, people aren't even gonna know." You're like, "Yeah, I play for Cleveland Indians." You're like, "What is that? A minor league team?" <laughs> I was oh, like, "Oh God, that's sad. That's not gonna happen. Everyone's gonna know the Indians for at least a hundred more years, right?" Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. Yeah, so I think that's going to conclude the show. I wish I would have started this show talking about subscribing and all that, but we appreciate you guys. Yes, I said it. We appreciate you coming through, watching the show. Um, I, I need some engagement, though. So if uh, leave some opinions about any of these stories down in the comments. I'm getting a lot of uh, interaction on TikTok, um, but I want some on YouTube. So, uh, you know, if you feel any type of way about Javi Baez, Amir Garrett, Send it down there. I love talking baseball. Uh, but make sure, make sure you subscribe. Hit the bell so you get a notification every time we uh, post a video. And, uh, yeah, you know, we, we appreciate Peterman Plumbing uh, making this podcast possible. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you guys next episode. Peace.